On today's episode, the Chicago Blackhawks have started to form lines and pairings at training camp with preseason games being right around the corner. I'll provide all of the latest updates from down at Fifth Third Arena. I'll also talk about the positive impact that head coach Luke Richardson is already having on his new team. And then to wrap things up, per usual to start off the week will be our Mailbag Monday fan segment. All of that and plenty more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Monday, September 26th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And if you're listening to the audio version of today's episode and you like what you're hearing, then please be sure to go and show some support first by following the podcast. Be sure to also go and rate the show with five stars as well. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts or through Spotify, then feel free to go and leave me a review. And the best part about it all is that it's 100% for free wherever you may be listening to your podcast. Go and subscribe to the show right now, and you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And if you're not already watching the video version of today's episode, then you gotta be sure to go and check out Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube because every episode moving forward, folks, throughout the rest of training camp, the preseason, Throughout the entirety of the regular season, every episode is going to have a video uploaded to YouTube as well. So if you haven't done so yet, please do me a huge favor. It only takes two seconds. Please go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube if you haven't done so already. I really would appreciate all the support that I can get, and it helps me out more than all of you know. So please go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks if you haven't done so already. Also, be sure to go and smash the like button on this video down below and comment as to how you're feeling about head coach Luke Richardson so far in his first week as the new head coach of the Blackhawks. Last, go and ring the bell, go and turn on those push notifications, and that way you can get notified when the episode gets uploaded to YouTube each and every day. All right. Good morning, everyone. Thank you all for tuning into another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks. And thank you all for making the show your first listen here to start off your day. Happy Monday, everyone. Hope everyone enjoyed a lovely weekend. I know I did. I want to give a quick congratulations to one of my best friends, Mr. Antonio Bianchi, for getting engaged this weekend. We had a nice celebration up at Lake Geneva and my voice is still recovering a little bit. My voice is raspy as is, so I know it's probably a little brutal to listen to today, but uh, bear with me, folks. I'm still in the recovery process. But yes, I hope you all enjoyed your weekends. Sure know I did. But back to business here on Monday, back to reality. Uh, the Sunday scaries were for sure in effect this week, folks. But anyways, moving on. To open things up on the show this morning, I wanted to be sure to provide some of the latest updates from the past couple of days at Blackhawks training camp in Chicago. And folks, believe it or not, We are just over 24 hours away from the Hawks' first preseason game against the St. Louis Blues. One day away. So things are starting to 
take shape and take some form a little bit at camp, given that, yeah, preseason games are literally right around the corner. The Hawks play the Blues at UC tomorrow night. Then they have a game the following day against the Detroit Red Wings. Hockey season is here, folks. If it hasn't hit you already, it's about to in this next week or two because things are starting to heat up. Preseason games are here, and with that being the case, yeah, as I already mentioned, some things are starting to take form down at Blackhawks training camp. And in terms of forward lines, we'll start there. Uh, One thing we've seen for the most part throughout camp thus far is Max Domi and Patrick Kane skating, skating together. We heard Luke Richardson say he wants to utilize Domi's speed on a line with Patrick Kane. I think it's a really good idea. Patrick Kane needs someone who can pay, play high-paced hockey alongside him, someone with a good offensive skill set. But I also believe Patrick Kane will benefit from Domi's scrappiness and his willingness to go into board battles and get to the dirty areas, do all those little things while also providing some offense. I think Patrick Kane is really going to enjoy skating with Max Domi and Those two were actually skating together even before camp opened up. So they've got some good chemistry going on, getting familiar with one another and the type of game that they play. And I expect those two to remain together throughout training camp, and they'll probably be on a line together uh, in that first preseason game tomorrow night against the St. Louis Blues, if I had to guess. And with Domi and Kane having skated together so far throughout camp, Jonathan Taves I talked about how it was going to be interesting to see if Luke Richardson kept him with Patrick Kane or if he was going to split them up like we've seen for the most part in the past decade. Kane and Taves are not going to be skating together, so it seems up to this point. Uh, Jonathan Taves has been spending a lot of time on the second line with Tyler Johnson. In the first couple of days of camp, Taylor Radish was the man who accompanied Domi and Kane up on that top line, while Colin Blackwell was the right winger on, uh, or the left winger, excuse me, on the second line with Jonathan Taves and Tyler Johnson. And then over the weekend too, one thing we heard from Luke Richardson himself during a presser was that he's thought of the idea of putting Andreas Athanasiu and Sam Lafferty together because it just sounds like a very intriguing duo, right? Sam Lafferty is someone who brings a ton of energy, finishes checks, He's literally the energizer bunny out there for the Blackhawks. The one issue with him is that he just couldn't find the back of the net. So many scoring opportunities for Sam Lafferty last year. He just couldn't bury any of them. And then putting that, putting Andreas Athanasio with him, someone who can absolutely fly, one of the best skaters in the entire NHL. I agree. I think that's a really intriguing combo that we could see on the Blackhawks third line. But interestingly enough, at training camp this morning, Andreas Athanasiu was actually the one on the top line with Max Domi and Patrick Kane. And I figured that Domi, or excuse me, I figured that Athanasiu over Domi would kind of be the one to get top six reps. I, I assumed both of them would, but in terms of playing on the top line with Patrick Kane, I thought that was more of a lock for Athanasiu than it was for Domi going into the year, especially because there are some concerns about Domi's ability to play center for an entire season. He's never really had success at the dot as a, you know, strictly as a center iceman. So that's something to keep an eye on how long Domi can last at center, or if that's something he'll be able to do for a long period of time. Um, That's definitely something to keep an eye on, but I do like the idea of putting Andreas Athanasiu on the top line as well. The dude can absolutely fly seemingly gets one or two breakaways a game. It's actually something Luke Richardson has talked about too. When 
he had played Athanasiu in the past. He's someone he made sure to star because he just gets so many good opportunities because of the wheels that he has. So maybe, you know, Athanasiu is going to be on the top line with Domi and Kane tomorrow when the Hawks take on the Blues. We're going to have to see. I just thought it was interesting that the day before preseason games begin, Andreas Athanasiu has now been bumped up to the top line. And that caused Taylor Radish to trickle down onto the second line with Jonathan Taves and Tyler Johnson. And then Colin Blackwell moves on down to a bottom six spot, I'd assume, on that third line with Sam Lafferty and another member of the Blackhawks forward group. I haven't really figured that out at this point, but I, I like this better. I, I like Colin Blackwell's game. Don't think he's a top six forward. I just don't think that's a good spot for him. I'd much rather give that shot to Domi, Athanasiu. Hey, it's only going to help boost their trade value, keeping my fingers crossed, because they're getting top six minutes, getting legitimate opportunities. Hopefully they make the most of that, put up some good numbers in the first half before the Blackhawks inevitably flip them at the trade deadline. I just think it makes the most sense to put Blackwell in the bottom six. I think Radish deserves top six opportunities. And then there's also the Lucas Reichel question. If Lucas Reichel makes the Blackhawks opening night roster, sounds like might not be too high of a chance that he does that, but if he does, you'd have to assume that he'd be given top six minutes right off the bat. They don't want to be playing him on a third or fourth line role when he could be playing every important opportunity for the Rockford Icehogs. So that's definitely something to keep an eye on. But I just thought it was interesting that Luke Richardson switched up the forward pairings a little bit. I'm sure we'll see more of that throughout training camp. But with the Blackhawks kicking off their preseason schedule tomorrow night, I just thought it was an interesting time to kind of switch things up from what we had seen in the first couple of days in training camp. Also, defensive pairings really haven't taken too much shape up to this point, but one thing we have seen is Alex Vlasic has skated a ton with Seth Jones, and you know Seth Jones is going to be a minute eater on the Blackhawks this season, led the NHL in time on ice last year, but I think it's it's telling that Alex Vlasic has been getting so many opportunities with Seth Jones. I think they want him ready for those big time minutes, whether it's this year, next year, whenever it may be, they want to make sure that Alex Vlasic is a hundred percent ready. And there's no better player to learn from than Seth Jones. I mean, a veteran in this league, I know there's the great debate about Seth Jones being overpaid and people thinking whether or not he's good. He's a top pairing defenseman. That to me is undebatable. And I think there's no other guy you'd want Vlasic, you'd want Seth Jones to be the man to take Alex Vlasic under his wing. And it looks like that's kind of what has happened so far at Blackhawks training camp. And now that Ian Mitchell is going to be out for some time due to a wrist injury, seems like Vlasic is pretty darn likely to make the opening night lineup, considering how uh, how Luke Richardson has hand him so far at Fifth Third Arena. We've also seen Kevin Korchinski skating with Connor Murphy. Now Korchinski is not going to be making the Blackhawks opening night roster. That is for sure. But I do like giving him, you know, these bigger opportunities paired up with a guy like Connor Murphy, who's a veteran again, someone who's been there and done that. And I also think Korchinski, if he does play in a couple preseason games like I expect, he'll probably be given a pretty sizable role with Connor Murphy. It's a good idea, just like what they're doing with Alex Lassick and Seth Jones. I expect those two to be paired together for this preseason game tomorrow night. It's just a really good opportunity for for those two to learn from the two most veteran defensemen the Blackhawks have, other than Jack Johnson, of course. But um, I just think it's a really good opportunity for both these youngsters to be in. Nothing definitive on defense yet, considering, you know, 
there's still a lot to figure out with that position, but I think it's really smart to have Alex Vlasic skating with Seth Jones and Kevin Korchinski. While he is around, give him a good opportunity, pair him with uh, another defenseman who knows what he's doing, like Connor Murphy. And I'm really intrigued to see if that is a pairing tomorrow night, how Kevin Korchinski is going to handle his first kind of NHL action, uh, although it is a preseason game. It's still going to be a very big test for him. Last, before I wrap up this first segment, I know I'm rambling on a little bit here like I tend to do. I wanted to provide some injury updates on a couple of Blackhawks. First, for Jake McCabe, I thought Jake McCabe was Superman out there because his surgery just got announced like oh, probably not even two weeks ago. And through the first couple of days of training camp, there was Jake McCabe out there skating with everybody, taking part in some drills. And you're like, this guy got the best recovery of all time like what what's kind of happening here it was almost unfathomable that the Blackhawks would even have Jake McCabe out on the ice but no I guess he had actually undergone the surgery about a month ago so he's already four or five weeks into his recovery period and he was slated to be out for 10 to 12 weeks so it sounds like Jake McCabe is going to be back sooner than we all originally expected which is certainly good news for uh this Blackhawks defense uh that's you know I mean, it's good that Regula and Vlasic are going to get these opportunities to make the team, but um, you definitely want a veteran guy like Jake McCabe back and healthy, and hopefully he'll be able to have a bounce back year after a little bit of a roller coaster ride in his first year with the Blackhawks. And then for Colton Dock and Paul Ludwinski, a pair of second-round picks for the Hawks in the past couple NHL drafts. Both of them have been in concussion protocol and did not skate last week at training camp. They still weren't part of either of any of the group's at training camp this morning, but at least was nice to see both of those two on the ice skating along with Jake McCabe prior to things getting underway at 10 a.m. So clearly they're 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 making some strides. The Blackhawks aren't going to rush them back. There's literally no reason to, but hopefully before training camp wraps up, those two will be able to return and uh, get back to get getting into some of the drills and getting ready for uh, their respected junior seasons. They're not going to be making the Blackhawks. Uh, Blackhawks roster out of camp for sure, but it's tough that uh, both these guys have had to miss some time here at training camp. It's a very valuable experience for these youngins, and uh, hopefully they'll be returning sooner rather than later uh, before the Blackhawks regular season kicks off here in just 16 days. All right, there are all the updates that I wanted to be sure to provide from Blackhawks training camp. Coming up in just a moment, I will talk about the impact that new head coach Luke Richardson is already having on this team. But first, I need to talk to you all about Athletic Greens and their new AG1 product, which is one scoop of AG1. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and more to help you start your day. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's truly an incredible product. And Athletic Greens was first created when the founder experienced a ton of gut issues themselves and ended up on a complicated supplement routine in order to recover. That used to cost them over $100 per day. But now, Athletic Greens has created an optimal and affordable nutrition routine that will cost you less than $3 per day, which is such a cheap and easy way to invest in both your health and your body. And I really do try and make sure I get my one scoop of AG1 every morning. I had it today before I went down to Blackhawks training camp. I always make sure I have it before a round of golf with my buddies because look, I want to make sure I'm dialed out there. I'm a very competitive person and 
I want to have every advantage I can have on my buddies. I want to be the best out there. I want to win. And I make sure to get my one scoop of AG1 because it has me dialed in in the mornings. It has me focused and just gives me that extra boost I need to get me going in the morning. And to make it easy for you all, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D along with five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go and visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network right now. Again, all you have to do is go and visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and to pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Moving on into segment two, I also wanted to be sure to talk for a few moments about the impact that Luke Richardson is already having on this Blackhawks team just a, a few weeks into his tenure as head coach. Now, I've already talked a lot about how Richardson um, will be changing up the Blackhawks defensive zone scheme rather than the man-to-man or Man and a half that they ran under Jeremy Colleton. The Blackhawks will be going back to his zone defense. Richardson also kind of um, further explained he, he wants to run a box plus one kind of ish. That's kind of the premise of the structure he wants to run in the defensive zone. I've, I've talked about that a bunch. I think, you know, Luke Richardson being a defenseman and a thousand game defenseman in the NHL, uh, he, he knows what guys like to run, what you need to run as a certain team in order to have success. And clearly, man-to-man was not working for the Blackhawks. Always on the wrong side of analytics, shots on goal, scoring chances, you name it, the Blackhawks would lose that battle 95% of their games the past couple of seasons. So it's nice to know that we're going to have a change in structure, and hopefully this will benefit the defense. Hopefully we'll be able to see noticeable strides throughout the course of the season. And Blackhawks won't be, you know, right at the bottom in terms of all defensive stats across the league. Um, so that's, you know, certainly one impact I'm hoping that Luke Richardson will make for this defense moving forward. But more so than that, it's just been very noticeable how much the Hawks are enjoying his presence so far in training camp. Like Max Domi had a really good chat with the media where he he talked about Luke Richardson and I actually screenshotted the quote because I wanted to make sure to get it right. Um, But this was something that Max Domi said on Luke Richardson being a player's coach. And listen, this just fits with all the things we've heard about Luke Richardson from various different sources. Once the Blackhawks hired him, all I heard was how lucky the Blackhawks are going to be, how much players love playing for this guy, a really well-respected voice. You know, commands respect isn't easy on guys, but He knows how to go about business, still get the best from his players, build those relationships with them. It's more than just the game of hockey. And we all just heard good things about Luke Richardson, only good things, really, once the Blackhawks hired him. And hearing how the players have been talking about him so far, it's it's definitely been a positive change, I I would say. But this is what Max Domi had to say on uh, why Luke Richardson is such a player's coach. Max Domi said, quote, He gets it. He played for a long time. He knows how to have a good relationship with the players. He leads by example. You see him out there doing the drills with us. He doesn't raise his voice. He's as open as it gets. And all those things are just kind of refreshing to hear, right? And this isn't a knock on Jeremy Colleton. It really isn't. But it just just feels different, right? And you didn't hear players say these kinds of things 
Um, and and Richardson, I think too, like just the the type of competitor he is, and and being a, a former player, a former veteran. Jeremy Calton, of course, was a former player too, but I think Luke Richardson just gets the type of presence that he has to make, and it's not one of intimidation or, or fear or any of that stuff that some coaches use as tactics to get the best out of their guys. No, it sounds like Luke Richardson doesn't want any part of that. He wants to know, you know, he wants his players to know this is a team atmosphere. It's a family atmosphere of that. And Luke Richardson, the things he's making the, the players do and the drills that he does, you know, he's going to take part in them too. He wants to let him, let the guys know that, you know, he holds himself to this high standard as well. He, he's going to take part in those things. He's going to give the effort. He's going to bring the intensity. And I think that sets the standard and sets the table for, you know, not only how well the atmosphere is around this team right now, just lots of smiles, lots of guys enjoying themselves. I'm sure for a few players seeing Luke Richardson doing laughs with guys are probably like, wow, this is actually happening. But he's just a hardworking guy who wants to be part of the team and wants everyone to be comfortable and free and relaxed and it's just a very nice change and he's here at he's at camp at 6 37 a.m getting ready to go riding the bike like he's still working he's still doing his part and he expects everyone to do the same so i just think it's a really cool mentality and presence that's leading and commanding the chicago blackhawks right now um and the players are responding well to it like max domi even added this might be the most fun he's ever had at training camp and like for this blackhawks team that's you know, so much of the focus is on them trying to get the first overall pick and not winning this year. We, you know, there was that media session between Kyle Davidson and Luke Richardson, where Luke was like, yeah, I get the reality of things behind closed doors in the front office, but we're going to be bringing that intensity each and every game. And it's really fun for the players to be playing behind a guy like that. And we've all, we've just seen such positives from Luke Richardson so far. I'm, I'm really excited about everything. Um, and another nice thing too, hearing, this is kind of going back to the scheme, but in terms of how Luke Richardson wants his players to play, he wants them to play free and not reactionary hockey. And that was one issue a lot of folks had with Jeremy Colleton and his system. Guys were so focused on being at the right place at the right time and making those certain plays. It was just almost too much, right? And guys couldn't out there, couldn't go out there and be creative, couldn't go out there and play the way they wanted to play. And it clearly didn't have a positive impact on the team as a whole. And Luke Richardson wants guys to go out there and play free. That's hockey. I mean, I, I, I've referenced this a ton on the podcast in the past year or two, but Duncan Keith on the Spit and Chicklets podcast, he said, sometimes, you know, we just, you, you get in these premeditated situations that you forget you just got to go out there and react and just play. And that's kind of the style that Luke Richardson wants his guys to play with. Now, you know, there's still going to be a structure in the defensive zone and they're still going to have game plans and all that stuff. But a lot of hockey with how fast it's played, it's picking it up on the fly and kind of going from there and recognizing what's happening in front of you and adjusting to it. Like that's, that's the way hockey should be played in my mind. And it's just nice to hear all these refreshing things from Luke Richardson, the atmosphere, the environment sounds incredible. He's out there skating with his own players. The guys are enjoying it. They're having some laughs. It's fun to be part of the Chicago Blackhawks, and that's a beautiful change right now than it was this time last year. And in terms of the structure, how the guys are going to play, it just sounds like all good things. I, I couldn't be happier with the start that Luke Richardson has got off to as the new Blackhawks head coach, and I really do think fans are going to love him as a coach and also as a human being because 
the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Be a good human being, and the rest of the stuff will take care of itself. And it just sounds like the Blackhawks players are really happy that Luke Richardson is here and uh, with the approach that he's been taking so far in training camp. All right, that wraps up the positive impact that Luke Richardson has been making on this Blackhawks team so far in training camp. Coming up in just a moment, I still got to get into our weekly Mailbag Monday fan segment, where I answer a question from a couple of lucky listeners right here on Lockdown Blackhawks. Welcome back to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Getting into segment three today, it's time for our weekly Mailbag Monday fan segment. Got a couple questions here that I want to get into. We're already on 25 minutes, so I'll try to wrap this up in five minutes or less. The first question I wanted to answer today comes from Todd Fulton, who emailed in the podcast over the weekend. Todd, appreciate you reaching out. Todd asked, what do we think about Kevin Korchinski? Always will be tied to Debrinket. Do we think he's the real deal, and when will he be in the NHL? It's like four questions there, Todd, but I'll go through all of them. Uh, what do we think about Kevin Korchinski? I really have been thrilled with what I've seen from the Blackhawks' seventh overall selection in this year's NHL draft. The offensive side, I mean, it's undeniable. The wheels that he has, the way he can skate the puck up the ice in transition or jump into a rush to give his team an odd man break. Um, it's it's incredible. It's fun to watch. And already the the skill set that he has to, you know, walk the puck at the blue line, find the open man patience with the puck on his stick, not rushing into any passes or, or forcing anything. The offensive side of things, he's really gifted. And I think he does have the potential to be a, a dynamo offensive defenseman one day down the road. The one thing I will say is all the concerns about Kevin Korchinski are, are about his defense. And it was kind of funny when uh, the Blackhawks first selected Korchinski and I was on the live show through the Lockdown Podcast Network. One, one thing someone said was, I like to classify Kevin Korchinski as an offenseman because that's really the name of his game. So hopefully he'll be able to kind of round out the defensive side to become a full two-way player. But in terms of the offense, I have no concerns. I really think Kevin Korchinski is going to be a really good offensive defenseman. I don't mean to hype the kid up too much, but for being 18 years old and he's not going to turn 19 until next June, you can't deny the skill set that he has offensively. So um, I do think offensively he is the real deal like I mentioned hopefully he'll be able to work on that defensive side to be a complete two-way player um but as for when he will be in the NHL it's not going to come this year he's already going to go back to the Seattle Thunderbirds of the WHL which is 100% the right move there's no need to rush Kevin Korchinski to the NHL right now especially with the number of defensemen that are already trying to make the jump up to the Blackhawks from Rockford I think being patient with Korchinski is the smartest move. And if he goes back and plays another year in the WHL the following season, I honestly wouldn't be shocked. It's a full-on patient approach from the Blackhawks. They just want to make sure he's developing properly. So, yeah, I would say I wouldn't rule it out that Kevin Korchinski makes the jump to pro hockey next year, but uh, it's only going to happen if the Blackhawks feel he's 100% ready. And based on how they've kind of handled some other guys, I'd say two or three years away is when uh, Kevin Korchinski will be in the NHL. But again, he could spend time in Rockford too because there's no rush for the Blackhawks right now. At the end of the day, they just want to make sure they get this right. The second question I wanted to answer comes from 
a good family friend, Valentin Fuentes. Valentin, thank you for supporting the podcast and also asking a question. Uh, my buddy Valentin asked, as a fan who watches a majority of the games, I know the team probably won't be good this year, but what should I be looking for in terms of how this season can be spun into a positive? Thanks and keep up the great work. Valentin, thank you for your kind words. I appreciate that. Um, there's a lot of things you can keep an eye on in terms of, you know, having a positive mentality moving forward. I think if Luke Richardson can sure up the defensive side of things and really command the room like I expect him to and have that have the guys playing hard for him each and every game, the wins might be few and far between, but if the Blackhawks are playing fun, competitive hockey, they're not just mailing it in and they make strides defensively, I think those are all positive takeaways from the season. Can also keep an eye on some select players like Lucas Reichel, Alex Vlasic, Alec Regula, Caleb Jones, I think is another one to keep an eye on. Sam Lafferty, Philip Kurashev, the new additions of Blackwell, Domi and Athanasiu, while they are likely to be traded, it'll be intriguing to see how their first halves go. Um, and then keeping up with the Rockford Icehogs and the Black Blackhawks prospects too. There's a lot of prospects that the Blackhawks have that are playing for some really good collegiate programs this year. And then also for Rockford, they have a, a good portion of their group back from last season and they'll be trying to get back into the Calder cup playoffs. And I, I think that's going to be a really fun group to watch because there's a lot of potential there. Hopefully a lot of future pieces for the Chicago Blackhawks. And um, if they can have another season like they did last year, make a couple strides now that they they're a very young team, but now that they have another year under their belt, hopefully they can only get better and better and better. I'm really intrigued to see how a lot of guys are going to do down in Rockford this year. So, yeah, wins and losses won't be the indicator whether or not this was a positive season for the Blackhawks, but there are still plenty of things to keep an eye on if, you know, you want to uh, see the light at the end of the tunnel, if you will, and think that um, better days are coming for this organization. All right, folks, I think that is going to wrap up Monday, September 26th episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Thank you all again for tuning into the show and be sure to go and follow Lockdown Blackhawks right now wherever you get your podcasts and please go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube and you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, you got to be sure to go and check out the Lockdown NHL podcast to get all caught up on everything that went down in the offseason. It's free and available on all platforms, so be sure to go and check out Lockdown NHL right now, wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you all for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And for any questions at all about anything related to the Blackhawks or to the show, feel free to email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on any one of my Twitter accounts at JackBushman2, at TalkinHockey, at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks. Hit me up with your questions, and I'll be sure to answer them on next week's edition of Mailbag Monday. So until tomorrow's episode, thank you all again for tuning into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team 